Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free, your brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, as spring unfolds, the warmer breezes, guess what? It is time to embrace the comfort of your own backyard and I have found a game changer for your home oasis. It's the Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, this is the ultimate two-for-one deal. You get a luxurious hot tub that meets an elite exercise pool that you'll love. This is not just relaxation. It is a first-class experience in the privacy of your own space. Just go to masterspas.com, enter the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner for up to $1,000 off your Master Spa exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand that I trust. That's masterspas.com. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 356. Right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll free. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. I keep mentioning the states that we're paying the most attention to in these pending midterms. Obviously, Florida, I feel good about Marco Rubio's chances. Uh, in spite of the hor- horrific press and, and the millions of, of dollars of ad money uh, from outside of Georgia, I still feel pretty good about Herschel Walker's chances. Um, I've gotten to know Senator Tim Scott really, really well. Um, he's an amazing man with an amazing life story and a story that Americans don't get to hear that often. It is beyond insulting things that have been said about him over the years. None of it is true. And when you get to really know the person and know the man, as I have gotten to know, um, you come to a very different conclusion about who this man is and and the good work that he does for this country. He has a new book that is now out. It's on Amazon.com. We have a link on Hannity.com. It's called America, A Redemption Story, Choosing Hope, Creating Unity, uh, Senator, welcome back to the program. How are you? Sean, thank you for having me back, and thank you for uh, having that link so that people can buy my book, America, A Story of Redemption. God bless you. Thank you for your friendship. You have been an amazing speaker of truth. I'm a big believer in John eight thirty two. You shall know the truth that will set you free, and you are one of the folks that helps us understand truth. You, you distill it down and you make it digestible. Thank you. I want you to go into, you dedicate the book to both your mom and your nephew, and I want you to tell a little bit about your life story. 
Thank you, Sean. I, let, let me say this. Uh, one of the reasons why I call it America a redemption story is because I was the kind of kid who didn't do very well in life, Sean. Uh, as a kid growing up in a single-parent household, I thought all bets were off. There was no by, way. By the way, I don't want to give out your report card yet, but wait till you hear what he got on his <laughs> report card. It's it's interesting. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, I thought all bets were off for me. I was growing up in South Carolina. Uh, I was drifting in the wrong direction. I failed four subjects my freshman year, including Spanish and English. And as you know, Sean, oh, anytime man. you fail Spanish and English, they don't call you bilingual. They call you by because you can't speak in any language. And I also failed civics, the study of politics. And that tells me God has a sense of humor. <laughs> but you thought, but you were a really good athlete, correct? You were playing football. I was playing football, and I thank God for football because literally it kept me focused enough to get my act together. And in this country, if you will work hard, if you will dream big, the most amazing things can happen. And my mother never gave up on me. She told me I was blessed with the greatest citizenship in the world, being an American. And she told me that with God as my foundation, if I would not quit on myself, if I would do the work, she was not going to do it for me. If I would do the work, all things are possible. And one of the things that you read in my book is how if you do the work, this country will afford you the best future you could dream of, and we should be proud of America. We should stand up and shout from the mountaintop that we are blessed beyond recognition because we are American, and we do get a second chance at life. We do have a story of redemption. Our country has had it, and I've been blessed to live it. Let's talk about that early life, your life in sports, where what you thought your future was going to be, how you started out, you, you failed, what, four out of five classes in, in college? Yes. Uh, you suffered I, a yes. debilitating injury? Yes. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, Sean, when I was a senior in high school, I fell asleep driving my car down the interstate, and as you would imagine, a 16-year-old sleeping at the wheel, two slams on the brakes and jerks the steering wheel, flipped into traffic. I slipped oh, through all the eastbound lanes as well as the west bound lanes, went through the windshield, held on to the steering wheel. And one of the reasons why I became a Christian and I believe in supernatural forces from the good Lord is because that car accident where I probably should have died, I survived. And it taught me to put football in its right place. I, I love football. I didn't like my homework, as you can tell, but I love football. And my thought was the only way for a poor kid to get out of poverty was through football. But I had a mentor, Sean, a guy named John Moniz, a Chick-fil-A operator. I, I love Chick-fil-A. And Me John too. Moniz, you love it too, John? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And every conservative should love a, a place that's open six days and closed one. Well, John Moniz literally teaches me that just because you're poor, no matter the color of your skin, if you look in the mirror and take responsibility for yourself, if you learn how to be a business owner, even if you work for somebody else, the most amazing future is yours. And that combination, after the car accident, it became real. And I had a small football scholarship to Presbyterian College, became a Christian, and then a few years later I went into business for myself, 
And what John taught me when I was 15 years old until I was 19 became my reality, that I didn't need to play football to be successful. I didn't need to worry about the neighborhood my mother was living in because those were temporary things. Work really hard, and you can buy your mother a house because in America, all things are possible. In my book, I, I, I go through the account in America, a redemption story about how it happened in my life and how it can happen in your life. Mentors is such an important part of it. And he was a conservative. One of the things you'll learn in my book is why I became a conservative and why everyone in this country, black, white, red, or brown, should be a conservative, too. It is the most remarkable, blessed story that you can read in the book. The book starts out with a very troubling story about yeah. you being young, and I think seven years old, if I, my mind, uh, if I read it a while back, uh, if I ref refresh my mind, but you were young, and I think, um, and you talk about it in the book, and there is what I guess was pretty much a typical day in your, your household when your mom and your dad were together. Your dad apparently was a heavy drinker, violent, abusive, and that incident you, that you describe in the book, tell that story. Yeah, there's no doubt. My dad had some issues without question. And one of the things that happened when I was seven years old, we were on Air Force Base, and uh, I woke up one morning. My mother had had all that she could take of the challenges in that household. And she decided it was time for us to move back. And my dad, without mincing words, was not kind about what he thought my future looked like. And he was very clear that by leaving him, we had no future. And it was hard to digest, and it stuck like glue to me and to my brother to some extent. And I will say that my mother's her courage to move back to South Carolina in with her parents into a very small home of 700 square feet where she ultimately had to share a bedroom with her two sons and a bed so that we could just make ends meet. But the pain and the misery and, frankly, the scar tissue in my life is one of the reasons why I fight so hard for kids today stuck in poverty and single-parent households because as I grew older, I understood that free market, capitalism, equality education, these are the tools that set the person free. And I needed that lesson, and I'm so thankful that I learned it at a very vulnerable age. I had the right mentor, the right mom, and the right country, and that's why I believe so dearly that the best is yet to come for this country in spite of the current challenges that we have through this administration and the horror that comes from bad policy and bad direction. And then you, you moved in with your grandparents, and, and at some point months later, your, your dad came to claim you and your brother, and your grandfather stood in the way and said, that's not going to happen. Sean, you read the book. Thank you for doing so. Absolutely. My, my father came back and decided that it was time to reclaim his kids. Nothing had changed in his life. And my grandfather opened the door and said, not on my watch. Uh, it was a very clear and short conversation. We stayed in Charleston. And I learned, and I, I tell the story in America, a story of redemption. I tell the story of how that unfolded and why my grandfather was so strong and what that means for kids growing up like me, why we should be hopeful and optimistic, even in the hardest of times. 
you grow your metal under pressure. That's a very important ingredient to the success that I've had and the success of everyone that I know has had. People like yourself who work hard, who are dedicated, you do your homework, you get lucky because preparation plus opportunity equals good luck. Quick break. More with Senator Tim Scott. His new book out, uh, America, A Redemption Story. This is probably one of the best books on a person, their autobiography that I've ever read in my life. It's that good. Hannity.com, Amazon.com. Look. We continue with Senator Tim Scott. His new book, America, A Redemption Story. Let's talk about the turning point. You have the accident. You'd been an athlete. You thought you had a very different future. And then things turned for you dramatically. You were a horrible student. You weren't getting, you were failing out. And then you, let's go into the, the moment of real change for you and, and what made the difference. For me, Sean, uh, one of the things I talk about in America, a story of redemption, is how that concept of redemption, second chances, was born and two major experiences. One was that freshman year in high school when I failed out. The second was in college when I gave football up and went in the direction of my faith, wanting to become a pastor. I learned very quickly that it is better to give than receive. There's a scripture, Luke 6.38, that says, <laughs> Give it shall be given unto you. I learned uh, that lesson. You'll, you'll, you'll learn the lesson. But it's also a journey of faith. And, you know, I watch... And, and maybe maybe your past experience impacts how you feel about things today. Uh, I've watched you viciously attacked, the most vile things said about you. I mean, I lived that life myself, so I'm I'm kind of immune to it because I've been doing this 35 years. I I got the impression that it probably bothers you a little bit more than me. Um, maybe because I grew up in New York and I, that was an average day in my life, but. Um, I watch it, particularly if you're African-American and you're a conservative, it's like they can call you any vile, horrific name. And that's still acceptable, even in this woke environment, this woke world we now live in. Why is that? Well, you know, Sean, you, you hit the nail on the head. There's no doubt that being attacked on a daily basis is something that I, I'm growing used to. You've gotten used to it. But the one thing that I find to be most disgusting is when racism is condoned as long as it comes off of the lips of a liberal media pundit. God forbid a conservative bring up the issue of race. We are branded a racist, even though we both know America is not a racist country. But when the left and even the black leaders on TV call me an Uncle Tom or, or, or talk about Negroes when referring to Herschel Walker, there is not a sound from the national media. Let that be reversed for a millisecond, and you would have the kind of disdain from this media. But today, racism is okay if you're a liberal elite media pundit talking about a black conservative. That is disgusting and something that you do have to grow thicker skin. And one of the reasons why every single listener today should support Herschel Walker in Georgia, because we need more conservatives who are standing up. And the greatest threat to the liberal doctrine and the liberal progress are conservatives from diverse communities who stand up and are counted because they have the courage 
and the backbone and the support of people like you, Sean. You've been on Herschel's campaign, and one of the things i got to tell every single listener is listening to this show makes a huge difference. Lots of the positive well, positions both, both I, you and him. I get from you are better than people than me because when i interviewed him about this recent attack um he said well i'm just going to pray for the person i'm like i want to just you know take my fist and run it through their face when people say it about me but i i will say this this book is an inspiration and you're going to relate to so much of this book and learn from it that it is worth reading for yourself get your kids to read it uh it's senator tim scott america a redemption story choosing hope creating unity um, it's a great book, Senator. We're really proud of you. I'm honored to call you a friend, and uh, I wish you the best with the book. It's on Amazon.com, Hannity.com. Soon, Tuesday, it'll be in bookstores all around the country. And uh, we really look forward to uh, having you on more often and talk about this and, and obviously the upcoming midterm elections. Look forward to it, Sean. Thank you so much for your help and your friendship, and thank you for your moral guidance to our country. It is so important to have truth as our priority. I think you being the, in the better position of leadership is better for the country, but I appreciate your kind words. Thank you, Senator. You're the best, and my, my best God to your bless. family, too, as well. Quick break right back. Your call's on the other side. Straight ahead. Now that we made some money for our sponsors, let's go back to making the liberals crazy. The Handman is back on the radio right now. At 25 to the top of the hour, 800 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. What happened to this summer? It's just flying by. You know, one, one trend is emerging that you got to really love. Now, with all the defund, dismantle, no bail law madness that's going on, and city after city after city, blue state after blue state, blue city after blue city. You know, they're not keeping people safe and secure in their towns, their cities, their neighborhoods. Um, and it started with Jose Alba, the, well, if you're listening to Jill Biden, it's the Bogada worker, the bodega worker. Anyway, so this guy, I don't want any trouble, comes from behind the counter, pushes him, attacks him, and bigger, stronger, he defends himself, ends up that the guy died. And he gets charged with second-degree murder while he's defending himself. Then public outcry leads to a dropping of the charges. And I think that's the only reason the charges were dropped. Then you got this 80-year-old guy in a liquor store, sees these, what, three, four people come in with, you know, rifles, AR-15s blazing, and and he takes that guy out. We had a, an incident in New York where some lunatic is walking around and just punching anybody, random people, old people in the face with no warning whatsoever. I mean, just blindsiding these people. Anyway, well, he was, uh, this was witnessed by the wrong guy. His guy's name is Ro Malabanen, and he's an MMA fighter. He's also an instructor and a boxing instructor, and he's sick and tired of people getting sucker punched. And anyway, he stepped in, and he restrained the guy, put him in a hold, and until the cops came and arrest him, arrested the guy, who I'm sure is out on the street again because they have no bail laws in New York. Here's what he had to say. 
I just got out of the subway and I was on Broadway in Prince heading to work and two guys were walking towards me. A third guy showed up out of nowhere and just sucker punches one of the, the guy and punches him in the side of the face. Um, and the guy that punched him in the face uh, was walking towards me and I kept my eye on him to make sure obviously uh, he doesn't try anything on me. So uh, he passed me, I checked up on the guy that he just punched and I was like, yo, you okay? He's like, no, I'm not okay. It's like, all right, um, call the cops. And then out of nowhere, two guys just rolled up and was like, yo, you okay? He's like, yeah, that guy's been punching people uh, down Broadway, punch a couple of people. I was like, oh, word? He's like, yo, we got to take him out. I'm like, all right, I'm down. And and thankfully, this guy got arrested. But, but here's the problem. You have the cover of the New York Post today. Meet, shop, meet a shoplifter with 101 arrests and was let go almost every single solitary time this is new york city i mean and just like san francisco and other big cities as long as you don't rob a thousand dollars worth of merchandise they're going to let you go free i mean how do you let a guy out a hundred and one times and he just keeps doing it again and again and again now the one good thing is florida uh governor ron DeSantis suspended a, another george soros back progressive prosecutor for failing to enforce state laws i mean first we have the recall of the prosecutor out in in san francisco which shocked everybody even they're fed up with it out there anyway ron DeSantis said that the hillsbury county uh state attorney andrew warren who oversees the tampa area would be removed from his post immediately and he said he would ultimately seek his dismissal he said it yesterday at a press conference arguing warren a democrat publicly put himself above the law while frustrating local deputies and citizens with their soft on crime approach and DeSantis said warren directed his office to let serious offenses slide uh and that prosecutors had vowed not to enforce any current or future laws regarding you know uh abortion or any gender assignment surgery for kids so he's not he's, he's saying he's not going to uphold the law so at least there's one governor that's saying you know what nah you're not going to get away with this it, it's not going to happen so Hopefully, this is the beginning of people paying attention to their local DA races because it, it just better happen. Um, I mean, just look at the average weekend. You know, I can make a prediction. I won't make it because it's so dark and it's so ugly and it's so dreary and it's so so sad that you can even make it. But it's true. I could I could probably I could probably estimate with us with a pretty high degree of accuracy how many people are going to get shot in Chicago this weekend and how many people are going to get shot and killed in Chicago. I don't want to make that prediction because I don't want to be right about that predict prediction. I don't want anybody in Chicago getting shot this weekend. And I can want something, but I can't. Nobody lifts a finger to do anything about it. That's why we've scrolled the names. You never hear the names of these people shot and shot and killed in Chicago or any other big city. It's unbelievable. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Pennsylvania, Bill, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. What's going on, sir? How are you doing? Thanks for taking the call. What's happening? So last night I was listening to your uh, um, interview with Dr. Oz, and uh, that's why I called in. Because I, I don't think people understand who uh, his opponent, Sutterman, is. You know, he may be the um, um, lieutenant governor, but, uh, you know, for 14 years he was the mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania. And uh, that was from 2005 until 2019. The, the majority of Pennsylvanians probably don't know much about Braddock. I've lived in Pittsburgh my whole life. I'm 66. Braddock's a, uh, the epitome of a dilapidated, rundown, rust-belt town. There's more boarded-up, 
storefronts um, along the main drag than there are viable businesses. So, and and it's been in decline for years. When he was in uh, office as mayor, you know, he lost 41% of the population there. Um, the schools are in the bottom fifth of the um, school district in Pennsylvania. The algebra in 11th grade are only 37% of the kids are proficient. Biology, 46. And in, in uh, literature, only 26.7. Now, this guy, <clears throat> that's a Woodland Hills school district. Um, I, I don't want this guy as my senator, one of the 100 most powerful people in the country. And and my frustration is with Dr. Oz. Um, I heard some of the things he said last uh, last night on your show, and uh, I just he needs to take he needs to get this personal now. He needs to go local. If if all politics are local, he needs to go down to Braddock and and offer some solutions to these Rust Belt towns and um, point out to people in Pennsylvania exactly where Fetterman came from and what he didn't do while he was mayor for 14 years. Well, I'm, I, listen, I don't want to be a special pleader for Oz. I hope he wins this race. I think he'd be a great senator. I know he's a conservative because I've known him for a long time. Um, but, he, you know, in fairness to him, he's been traveling the state like a madman. You know, I think he said yesterday he did, what, 187 stops already. I mean, he's all over the yeah. place. Now, Fetterman yeah, has only been seen once. He's running a Joe Biden basement campaign. <laughs> And exactly he's, right. he's getting money from out of Pennsylvania. And all, the only thing you can say is Dr. Oz uh, doesn't have Pennsylvania roots, which, in fact, he does have. So, um, I mean, but you got to then look at the policies as a trust fund brat. You're right. He was a horrible mayor. Murders are up 60 percent in in cities all throughout Pennsylvania uh, because of he as he's lieutenant governor. Uh, this guy wants to release a third of all people in jail. This guy thinks that biologically born men should be able to compete in women's sports. He's to the left of Bernie Sanders. He's a Green New Deal radical socialist Democrat. He wants no energy, domestic energy production, especially in Pennsylvania. What else, what else do you guys want to know about Fetterman? Because if you vote for this guy, and we don't even know what the impact of his stroke was because nobody's seen the guy. That's so exactly it, right. And he's, he's playing Biden's he's playing Biden's game plan hiding in the basement and uh you know i don't know whether oz goes down with a videographer and you know does an ad and puts that out he's got to do something that shows the people um what braddock is and and what involvement um fetterman had there or lack I think that's a great idea and uh hopefully somebody in this campaign hears this and i, I think it's a, a smart idea look the important thing is you have the biggest contrast election for the senate in the entire country in pennsylvania you got a bernie sanders radical leftist and who's frankly lazy and a, he's been nothing but a trust fund brat his whole life even though he acts like a street kid because he wears a hoodie everywhere he goes um he's not he's lazy and he's done there's, there's not a single thing you can point to including being mayor or lieutenant governor where he's been successful so the question now is going to be for the people of Pennsylvania. And then the challenge for Oz is to get people to understand who Fetterman is. If you like Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and the Biden uh, Bernie Sanders manifesto, then vote for Fetterman. If you believe in law and order, if you believe in energy independence, if and by the way, he's also a sanctuary state guy, a sanctuary city guy. Fetterman, if you believe in open borders, 
you know, then go vote for the liberal Demo- socialist. Go ahead. Good luck with that. It's not going to work out for the people of Pennsylvania. I think Fetterman's out of touch with the rank and file, and I don't think he's going to lift a finger to bring back law and order. He's going to release a third of all people in jail. And I can't I can't, actually can't think of a worse guy in the U.S. Senate than him. So hopefully that message comes out. It's still early. It's August 5th. You know, people historically start paying attention to midterms or elections right after Labor Day. And and I'm sure that will be the case in Pennsylvania. And if he doesn't show up at debates, I think that'll speak volumes about maybe what where his health is as well as, well as everything else. Yeah, I totally agree. I think uh, one one sentence um, says the whole thing. Would anybody in Pennsylvania move to Braddock, Pennsylvania? And I would say the answer to that is no. And that's where this guy was mayor. You don't want to live in Braddock, Pennsylvania. All right. I appreciate the call. Thanks for the update. Quick break. We'll come right back. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Back to our busy phones. Uh, Frank is in Delaware. What's up, Frank? How are you? Glad you called. Happy Friday, sir. How you doing there, sir? It's an honor to speak with you. Honor is all mine. What's going on? Um, just wanted to, I'm a small business owner. I, I live in Delaware, but I run three states, and I just wanted to call up and talk about where we're at in the economy, especially in the security industry. I, I own two companies, and, um, you know, we used to fill up the tank for per truck for about 42 45 bucks, and now it's up to 118 so you can understand uh, two, three times a week. We're looking at uh, 800 to 1,000 more per month per fuel. That's um, un- By know. the way, it's unbelievable. I filled up my car last weekend, and I paid, what did I pay, $106 to fill up my car. And I'm like, I, I cannot believe, I used to pay 40 45 50 you know? And I'm like, I cannot believe, and it irritates the hell out of me, but if you're in business, now you got yourself a big problem. Can you pass those costs all of them on to your your customers? I I tend to doubt it. Definitely not. You you can't pass all of it on. You can try and raise your rate a little bit, but you, you know add an extra hour here or there. But it's it's not good. And also, uh, along with the security industry, we have such a problem getting equipment. Um, we've been very hard pressed to get fire alarm equipment for months. So with the with the uh, chip shortage. So it's really disastrous. We're just hoping stuff doesn't break. But uh, also one other thing, too, is, is that uh, I take off video. I'm a big video guy. I take off video for the police departments of many people doing robberies and different things. And they in South Jersey, they just take them in, take a report, and don't even, don't even take them to jail. They just put them out, and they have a court, a court date. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, it, it's, uh, it's all uh, – let, let me tell you something. It's insane. It is insane. And uh, look, are you able to make a living? Are you surviving or are you going underwater? I'm just hanging in there. We're just hanging in there right now. You know, it's just sad. It is sad. And you know what? The saddest part is it's all preventable. More, one, we have more domestic. Thing, one other thing before you go, um, I want to tell you, I used to be the security man for Joe Biden. Oh, uh, really? And they got elected in 2008. Yes, I handled his account. Money of the years that he was senator for the other company that I worked for at the time. Uh, we need to have a private conversation. I have much to tell you. And if I, I, I've been trying for over a year to get on with you for various different things. It actually took me three days to get on with you now. Well, let um, me ask you this. So you did private security for him when he was vice president? Yes. Yes. I, I worked for a company. I handled his account. 
The stories I could tell you are shocking, okay? America needs to hear it. I'll tell you privately, and then you tell them what they want, you know, what you want them to hear, and I'll take, I'll drive to New York and take a lie detector test to prove what I'm saying. Wow. It's are you talking about shocking. illegal activity? All kinds of stuff. You, you have no idea. All kinds of stuff. Let me ask you this. Can, Cognitively, you see, you see Joe Biden now. Uh, compare him to the person you knew back then. Is he the same person? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I haven't, you know, when he, when him and Obama got elected, I, I got out shortly after that because um, uh, they changed the rules a little bit. They wanted you to be a Homeland Security contractor, and that basically means drop your drawers and show them all your financials, and very difficult to operate under that situation. So um, we gave them up. But uh, Well, we'd love to hear your story. I'm going to put you on hold, and, uh, well, hopefully – you know, uh, maybe we'll put you on TV and and you can tell the whole world. Uh, we'll vet it all out. And uh, we appreciate you being willing to share with us. I mean, there's so much about this family that if if Americans care to pay attention, if his last name was Trump, it'd be such a different story. That's the saddest part about where we are today. You know, like dual system of justice. You know, one set of rules if you're liberal and you're a Democrat. But if you're a conservative, forget it. I mean, we don't have equal justice or equal application of our laws. That means we we don't act as a constitutional republic. It's scary. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points shop for items like crest toothpaste secret deodorant old spice deodorant or gillette razors offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary visit safeway.com for more details joe biden wants you taxed to the brink under the thumb of the irs and controlled with a digital dollar that's why thousands of hard-working patriotic americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company gold co right now gold co is offering up to ten thousand dollars in bonus silver but only while supplies last so don't wait go to hannitygold.com to learn how to get started today that's hannitygold.com Born on America's darkest day, 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They have been helping American heroes ever since. Now, when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children, they're left behind. Old Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home, and they lift that financial burden. Now, for catastrophically injured vets and first responders, Old Tunnel to Towers, they build mortgage-free smart homes, and that enables severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And through their foundation's homeless veterans program, Old Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and needed services to homeless vets. More than 3,000 helped in 2023 alone. And of course, the foundation's 9-11 Institute is helping teachers educate kids about our darkest day in this country. We hope you'll join all of us here at the Hannity Show and join their mission to do good and never forget 9-11 and these sacrifices. They're asking all of us to commit 11 bucks a month so this great work continues. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org.